This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, bonus episode 20 centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the June 11th show in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Venetian Theater from Weird Al's 2022, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Viva Las Vegas. We are still in lovely, lovely Las Vegas. We just saw the third of three shows at the Venetian and it was pretty stinking majestic. Spoiler alert, Dave. Of course it was pretty stinking majestic. Yes, it was great third of third shows. Third of three? Third of... Three of three. Three of three. Thank you. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, pretty stinking majestic. And uh, also the only time this tour where there's going to be three shows in the same city, same room. Uh, so, you know, and we'll obviously get to which songs were repeated from Wednesday and and uh, Friday, and or was it a completely different show with new songs added? Uh, I know there was a lot of fan speculation on how this would be handled, so stay tuned, and you will get that answer very, very soon. I just gotta say, I mean, I know we don't talk about, you know, behind the scenes stuff with, with uh, what's going on with uh, Al's entourage and stuff, but, uh, I mean, because we don't know it, a lot of it, but... Uh, but I just got to imagine how cool it must be for them to be just in one location, not have to tear down the stage every single night, not have to uh, not have to get on a bus and sleep in like a bunk, you know, and drive overnight to some like other random city. Get well, they, up they don't even have to. Even if they were in a city for like multiple days, they would still have to commute between the theater and their hotel. But they're literally were staying in the Venetian, right, so right. they could just like walk out, walk to their room, and you right. Know. Just, just how cool for them! Like, like I mean, I know the, the tour is still a couple of weeks old at this point. And, uh, you know, but it must be really nice for them to just get a nice vacation. Like a, well, More than I, I mean, we're, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. what, two months in at this point? Yeah. It's still pretty early in a six-month tour. Yeah, I mean, almost a third way through. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, hey, how convenient for us. <laughs> I know, but... And, <laughs> That's and, why we came out to Vegas, yeah. because it's, it's just such an awesome opportunity to catch... You know, three shows in the same place. I mean, right, and there's plenty, lots to do in Las Vegas, and I love Las Vegas, and I mean, no-brainer for me coming out here, and I'm glad you came out, too. I know, yeah. I mean, you always talk so fondly about Vegas. I finally got to experience Vegas with you. You're showing me all the shortcuts and uh, all the uh, the hacks of, of going around Vegas, and uh, we got to have a lot of fun stuff. And I show, I showed you so much this week, but I felt like there's so much stuff that I wish I had showed you that I didn't get a chance to show you. So maybe another time we'll have to come out here. Yeah, for and, sure. And just uh, and see the rest of Las Vegas. There's just so much to do out here. And, and I like, yeah, I mean, I... I love I love this town and I you know, got married in this town and it's it's great you know this this is a wonderful place and and every time I come I think we were talking to one of our uh, Uber drivers and uh, just how every time I come here 
it's just like something is totally different. Like, you know, a restaurant that <laughs> right. I love is just gone or uh, a brand new place is opened up. Or, yeah, aren't like, they tearing down like a casino you like? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess eventually, unfortunately, sadly, the Mirage, one of my favorite uh, casinos at that end of the strip is, uh, is I guess, uh, was bought out by the people who... Hard Rock Cafe, the Hard Rock uh, Casino okay, okay. people, and there's no longer a Hard Rock uh, Casino anywhere. They, they that got shut down and converted to something else. Oh, geez. Yeah, so it's just, so I guess I don't know what's going in there. Maybe a Hard Rock or something. But uh, yeah, the Mirage is maiden. Uh, maybe by the next time I come to Las Vegas, the Mirage may be totally wow. something else. But that's Las Vegas. I mean, this town changes like crazy, which is another great reason to come back. Every time I come back, it's something else new I get to do and see. I think um, prior to the show tonight, I don't know that we necessarily did anything um, super Weird Al related. Uh, I did have a pinch of margarita. <laughs> <laughs> a pinch, yes, yeah, we, yeah, we just we uh, we we took the opportunity uh, to basically walk the strip. I mean, yeah, the, we're at the Luxor, which is one end of the strip, and uh, the Venetian is at the other end of the strip. So it's 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 a two two and a half mile long strip i mean it, it's a long walk, a lot of walking but we had all day to do it and you know like we spent a lot of time indoors so we just did a lot yeah of, we did a lot it's of walking so so warm here yeah. it's so warm so uh, we just kind of walked around we uh yeah we ate over there's a mexican restaurant in the flamingo that uh jackie and i eat at have eaten at uh, multiple times and it's really good and uh, we we're in that area right around dinner time, so that's where I took you. Yeah, it was great. Yes, you got your pinch of margaritas. Yes. <laughs> uh, one of the worst... Well, actually, I, I'm not going to say one of the worst margaritas, but um, the worst <laughs> margarita I ever... No, because there was one that was really bad one time. I, I got. I don't even know what was in it, but it was not a margarita. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where I was, somewhere in Pennsylvania. Uh, but yeah, so slightly better... <laughs> <laughs> than the worst margarita I've ever had. Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Um, and uh, yeah, good food. And, and we got over with uh, plenty of time. And um, we got over to the Venetian, and uh, ran right into John Katz. Yeah. <laughs> John and Anna Canada. I think were the only other people we knew who were doing all three nights. Yeah, I'm trying I to think. Believe, I don't. Yeah, because I believe that's true. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Kelly and uh, Dan left. Um, Aaron and Brad. Have Aaron left and Brad already. have left. Yep. Um, I'm sure there were other people <laughs> that I'm not forgetting, um, because it's again late at night and we've spent a week in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we, we got in. Uh, I, I went right to the merch booth to see if anything was different. Was anything different? Nothing was different. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they still have that weird setup where uh, it's sort of... They seem to be a little bit more organized the last two two evenings. Yes. Yeah, the first evening was a little bit of... Very chaotic. Uh, a cluster, time. but it was... Yeah, yeah definitely was... the last two nights, it was a lot smoother. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they were still selling those watches, so I'm, I'm wondering if those VIP watches will be here to stay, at least for, for a bit. Right, until they sell out, yeah, I guess. <clears throat> so, yeah, I guess uh, something for you to look people look for if you're uh, missed it out missed out on the last time they were available and I'm trying to think I, I guess did we run into anyone before the show or did we just kind of just I mean just John we, we uh, 
just chunk. Well, right, yeah. Right. Aside from John and because no, I think we mentioned yesterday or, or yesterday for us, but previous episode <laughs> for everyone listening that um, we were we found out we were sitting directly next to John and Anna, right, right, uh, by complete chance. So yeah, of course we saw them before the show because they're sitting right next to us, um, and we ran into them. But I don't know. Uh, you, uh, the artist. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I was just kind of checking out Instagram, and um, I, f- I saw the art, an artist from the Weird Al 19, uh, Gallery 1988 exhibit that I, I flew out to L.A. for back in 2019. Um, I saw her post um, her work of art and just saying like, Hey, I'm in Vegas. I'm seeing weird Al tonight. And she just kind of shared this thing. And she's just like, you know, this is a artwork I did and, and sorry, it's completely sold out, you know, cause you, you know, I, you know, any artist posts something, you know, they're going to start getting requests. And, right. And, uh, so, so I commented on it, uh, um, and just was like, uh, Hey, we're going to be at the show tonight and, uh, actually own one of those prints. Um, it was one of the ones cool. that uh, picked up, but it was it was kind of a weird situation. Um, I don't know how much we talked about the kind of weirdness around Gallery nineteen eighty eight. Like being there opening night, everything about that was wonderful, but their actual customer service and, and sending the stuff out was uh, pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I was literally the third person at the register when doors opened. Uh, Javier saved my spot and Kent's spot and UHF's spot for hours. Walked in the door. Javier bought his stuff. Um, Kenneth bought his stuff. And then I bought my stuff and Dave's stuff. Right. And um, despite being literally the third person in the door, um, literally flying out from New York to guarantee that I got the stuff that we wanted... Um, they messed up and yeah. um, they yeah. oversold stuff and they um, didn't send us what we needed. And in particular, this you know piece of art that um, the artist Carrie Hudson had created um, was one of the pieces where they only sent us one. And Dave, you know, I, I got priority since I actually flew out to LA. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Um, but it was a bummer because it's a really cool piece. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's depicting from You Don't Love Me Anymore, you know, the uh, um, uh, poison in the coffee just a little each day. And, and like there's a coffee cup and there's like kind of a smoke cloud coming out that's like Al, but as a skull. Like It's, it's really cool. Um, so I, I sort of explained that situation to Carrie because we ran into her because she was... Um, just a f- yeah, she's in a row. <laughs> yeah, she was in a row, maybe like six or seven past where Dave was sitting. And uh, so she's like, hey, I saw your post. It's so cool that we're in the same row. It's nice to see you. And I sort of explained that to her. And um, she, she wasn't thrilled to hear that. So I, I think yeah. she's going to try and um, make it up to you, Dave. Oh, nice. Uh, to well, to you, rectify. Carrie. Yes. So she's super cool. Um, definitely check out Carrie Hudson on Instagram. Check out that really awesome uh, piece of artwork and her other really awesome stuff. Do you have her Instagram handle available? I think it's just at Carrie Hudson, if I had to guess. But um, okay, well, our intern Frank can look that up uh, and, and get make sure we get that out there. Yep, it's just people. at Carrie Hudson, C A R R I E H U D S O N. Cool. And you can check out that really cool um, artwork. Which Dave, I don't even know if you've seen it recently, so I'll show you. Yeah, I remember that artwork. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Yeah. He described it very well. Al's skull coming out of a coffee <laughs> mug or a tea mug. Yeah, and the tea mug has an accordion on it, and yeah. it's cracked, and there's a Hawaiian flower. It's, it's yeah. great. Um, 
So that was really cool. Saw her very, very briefly. Um, and then Emo started. Well, JW took the stage. I have 759. 750, yeah, 759. 759. Uh, and we were, I, we were, our seats were awful this evening because uh, uh. we were so spoiled from the first two shows. If you remember, we were, we were dead center, front row center. Uh, we actually had the same exact seat both nights, although we did switch just for a different perspective. <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, we sat in each other's seats. Uh, but this time we, oh, were we're in, s- we were all the way back, all the way back in row three. Oh. And we were not center. We were not dead center. Oh. We were off on Jim Kimo West's side of the stage. And so far left that we were pretty much on John Bermuda Schwartz's side. Actually, we were, yeah, we were pretty much in front of John Bermuda Schwartz. Yeah, almost in, I mean, and, exactly in front. And, but anyway. And, you know. Oh. If we hadn't been spoiled from the previous two uh, concerts, uh, those seats would have been awesome. <laughs> they still were awesome, actually. I know we're we're kind of joking yeah, we're around. Doing, yeah, they, they uh, were incredible, incredible seats, seats yeah. and uh, great view of the state. And actually, we'll get on. We'll get into this more later. But I can see Bermuda really well tonight, and that was a real treat <laughs> for me. Well, um, e- yeah, even. Even at this point of the show, I could see all five band members, like, perfect for where I was sitting. Well, except, seat. well, not at this point of the show, because we're still at emo, but... Oh. <laughs> anyway. Well, yes. We're still at JW, actually. So, JW... So, I can see JW very well. It was awesome. Yes. Yeah, JW. Uh, very easy to see. 7.59, he came... And it was funny, uh, as soon as he came out, somebody in the audience, I'm guessing they were at the VIP session, because we were, like, surrounded by people that were at VIP. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, don't, I don't know how... We were able to get front row and third row without no, being VIP. VIP. Yeah, there was a few. There me. was a few scattered. I remember there was a few <clears> scattered <throat> seats in there, and we happened to log on at the right time, and luckily, crashed. yeah. But somebody from the VIP people yelled, "Pat Sajak is better than you." <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, and so and then uh, J, they, JW, JW acknowledged that. <laughs> And uh, introduced Emo. I have Emo came out at 8.01. I do, too. Um, and uh, hold on, Dave. Yep. Something very important. I'm going to open my Coke Zero. Ooh, you've got a can this time. Yes. Nice. All right, back to the traditional can. Um, so Emo came out. He was wearing that same Harlequin outfit. Oh, that's right. Um, nice. Which was really nice. And... Uh, I love when he wears that. I mean, it's just, it's so, so, um, it's silly, but it's also like, it looks good, you know, like it's, it's cool. Um, and he, I did have, see him with a mini bottle of water. He did have a bottle of water. Yes. And he performed for 31 minutes. Yes. And, uh, left the stage at 832. 832. He did. Um, from my seat tonight, uh, he did have the emo sign out again, the yes, E-M-O. I could not see the O. The O was oh, blocked for M. me. I just said E, e and M. M. Yes. M. I think I saw the entire emo sign. I wasn't particularly... I definitely saw it was there. I don't know if I saw all three letters or not. I didn't... don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. Well, right after um, emo set, I was like, oh, I want to go to the bathroom. And I was <clears throat> remembering from the last two shows that the line for the men's room was so long because it's just a really tiny bathroom. There's not, like, many stalls. There's not many urinals. 
So I had the idea, instead of going in the theater bathroom, I was like, wait, what if I just walk down the hall into the casino bathroom? And so I did that, and it was so fast. (laughs) And I I heard that the line was, like, completely up the stairs for for the theater bathroom, and it was just like, I walked right in and out. Um, You didn't have any problems with uh, being after be reticketed or anything? No, so um, I went up to the security lady, and I, I saw a number of people walking out. But I just just to be sure, I was like, hey, uh, I'm just going to run to the bathroom. We'll be right back. She's like, yep, that's fine. And then I was wearing my um, Hawaiian shirt, my uh, Weird Al merchandise Hawaiian shirt yep. tonight. And I said, okay, great. Uh, remember me. I'm wearing the shirt that everyone else is wearing. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't find that funny. She just, uh-huh. I don't think she got the joke. Um, but yeah, I had no issue getting back in. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, they're usually pretty good with the, with the at the casinos with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I have that 845. Uh, you, you also uh, kindly bought me a soda while you were out there. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, got a soda. And I was, I don't know, I think from getting up early to have breakfast and walking around all day, I was kind of exhausted. So oh, yeah. I grabbed a uh, an energy drink and um, uh, that helped me. Uh, I, I was kind of dragging during emo. So it was it was nice to uh, perk up a little bit for Al. Cool. It, uh Eight forty-five. I have that the lights went down, and the first note of "Close but No Cigar" was at eight forty-six. Yes, and uh, uh, as soon as I saw Al with the um, the doodly bopper, <laughs> the doodly bopper. <laughs> no, what is the fiber slap? Fiber slap. Thank you. The doodly bopper. That's the a doodly bopper. Uh, that goes with the. Uh, I knew it was going to be close but no cigar. <laughs> It goes with the dingle, dangle, D- dingle, dingle, jingle. Totally um, bopper. Put that in the spreadsheet. <laughs> I knew it was a, uh, it was gonna be close but no cigar. But I was too busy writing down whether or not Steve was wearing sunglasses and what, um, what shirt Al was wearing to count the number of vibra slaps. Mm. So I did not count them tonight. Um, but I did write down that Steve was wearing sunglasses. Yep. And I did write down that Al was wearing a blue shirt with pineapples. Yeah, that actually that I, I don't know if I've ever seen that shirt before, but that was a cool shirt. It was a really that great was shirt. A really cool shirt. Um, so I have officially named that shirt. Uh, the official name is the one with pineapples. Hmm. Yes, I was wondering what you were going to name it, and and my first thought was this has got to be a SpongeBob. I was thinking, who you lives in pineapple it. under the sea? You gotta call. Oh, I would. I I was thinking I'm gonna about petition, that. I'm going to petition to you to change this name. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a. Well, uh, how about it's the one with pineapples colon, who lives in pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants shirt. <laughs> Wait, is that in addition to everything I just yeah, said? I don't know. <laughs> yes, we'll say yes. So the official name is the one with pineapples colon who lives in pineapple under the sea SpongeBob SquarePants shirt. Yes. Okay. Uh, put that in the spreadsheet, Jared. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so <laughs> a weird owl said, well, hello, Las Vegas. And then uh, yeah, something along the lines of last time we were here. Oh, actually, before that, I want to point out, during Close But No Cigar, um, Al did not point to John Bermuda Schwartz for the Buddy Rich solo <laughs> line. Um, well, good thing you pointed. I did point, uh, because if I hadn't, who uh, knows if John would have known? That's right. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, so, yes, well, hello, Las Vegas. And then last time we were here... Uh, last uh, time we played the Venetian... 
what did he say? Like, uh, yeah, we were here last night. Night, yeah, basically. Yeah, he impl- He's like, oh, I remember the last time we played the Venetian. Uh, it was last night. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, he said, "Let's hear it for emo." It's uh, nice to share uh, airborne droplets with him. He said, "Love that guy," and uh, sharing airborne droplets for six months. And then Al goes, "Are you ready to polka?" He goes, "Oh, excuse me a second. And he picked up his accordion. Oh yes, said, yes, yes. Are you ready to polka?" And then he said, well, something like, "We don't do that." <laughs> I remember what he said. I don't he write said, everything down. Because everyone cheered, and then he goes, that's unfortunate, because there's not going to be any polka tonight. <laughs> he said, I think there uh, should be a polka in... I know this is... Uh, this is not... This is... It could be a, a cover. A cover? A polka cover? Well, I mean, polka is a cover of a number of songs to different music, so it's not a parody. That's what I say. This, yeah. is, this tour is pretty much advertises no parodies. I don't think it says no polkas, so... I, I would, I would oh, but, be, I'd be down with a polka in there. But there was no polka tonight. He said this song would be a Zydeco song, and he said the way to tell polka from Zydeco is that uh, or, I don't even know if I'm saying is it Zydeco or yeah Zydeco Zydeco whatever. Um, he said almost all Zydeco songs <laughs> are about grunge pioneer Eddie Vedder, <laughs> and this one was no exception. <laughs> Indeed, my baby's in love with Eddie Vedder. And uh, this is, you know, I was really just noticing I could just see all five of the guys really well. Yeah. Um, Al. I, okay, so I guess at yeah. this point of the show, yes, I could see, <laughs> I could see all five, all five band members very well. I, we had really good seats. I mean, I, I could, I could clearly see everybody. It was really, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, I heard after this song, <laughs> someone yell out "Gill and Chill." I don't know if you heard that. I heard that person. They were sitting next to me. Oh, that guy next to you? The guy next to me. <laughs> named Ethan Ullman. I, called, I asked his name after the... After uh, the <laughs> Who are you? And why do you know that? Uh, Al, Al uh, then started talking about how in the mid-aughts, <laughs> yeah. he received an electronic <laughs> mail. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> From the president of the record company. Yeah. Uh, same kind of spiel. He uh, called people who downloaded the music, <laughs> hooligans! And uh, went right into don't download this song. Yep. So this is uh, so of course I uh, I, I tweet uh, everything out. I've been doing that at at, at uh, Elvis Arama, uh, my personal Twitter account. And uh, it was funny because uh, I don't mind if I'm sitting next to people I know because they know what I do. I do this for the podcast. I do this. I do this. Uh, I write, take notes and all that stuff. Right. Uh, so, but on, on on my left, you were sitting on my left side, and then there was uh, somebody from the VIP, you know, that I, I don't know, you know, some a stranger sitting on my right side. So I was a little bit, you know, worried about is is my tweeting gonna gonna bother this this person? And then of course, you know, Weird Al starts out, you know, with these really freaking long titles of these uh, songs. You know? <laughs> it's like, come on, my baby's in love with Eddie, you know, Close But No Cigar, my baby's in love with Eddie Vedder, uh, don't down, you know, don't download this song. I'm like, yeah. come on, all these long titles. And, and I'm like... It's not CNR, it's not Bob, right, you know? Like, and then, like, I look I look over at the gentleman and, uh, and 
if I was if I was bothering him, he immediately canceled it out because he had his cell phone out and he was uh, just like taking like pictures and video like the entire shot. So, <laughs> so and he was kind of he was kind of doing the same thing. Like, am I going to be bothering the person next to me? And I just I didn't say anything to him, but yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, is it? I, I want to do exactly what you're doing, sir. So I, I think we're on the same page here. So yeah, yeah, I mean, at that point, I didn't worry too much about uh, about interrupting his uh, experience well, <laughs> because he was already. Uh, well, Dave, as, as someone who has sat next to you a number of times this tour yeah. um, and before uh, this tour, um, I've never once been distracted by you <laughs> tweeting out. Like, sometimes I'll just, like, I'll notice that you're tweeting out, but it's not really in my... Uh, you know, I'm looking up at Al. I'm not, yeah. and you know <laughs> I'm not looking at your lap. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> well, thank you. And uh, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. No, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, and, and uh, I guess if anybody uh, is worried about me distracting other people, I, I do this as discreetly as possible. I uh, actually, I'm not like holding the cell phone up in the air, you know, <laughs> it's, it's tweeting it out. I have it in my lap, often, you know, in well, actually, my legs. Actually, Dave, you're, you, uh, you go, hey Siri, <laughs> 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 tweet. <laughs> oh crap, my phone just <laughs> <laughs> Don't download this song. No, you've got to put an apostrophe in there. No, uh, send. I said send, not end. <laughs> no, yeah, it's very discreet, Dave. The only reason I noticed is because um, I know that I, I know that you do it. Yeah, I've I've sat the, next to people um, and they were like, "Wait, you were tweeting? Yeah, <laughs> you were taking pictures. Wait, what?" So I'm pretty I'm pretty good at it, and I and am aware if like if the person next to me was uh, was upset or said something i would immediately stop but you know i don't know if I, I i don't usually take a lot of pictures but i usually take maybe a handful yeah. every show but anytime i take them i always kind of i hold the phone up so anyone behind me is not going to see it. I my, my head thing. or my yeah. shoulders or my my chest is going to block it so it's yeah. not in anyone's I, eyes i do the same thing which i mean why would you not do that <laughs> i don't understand why some people have to hold their phone like up in the air it's like i mean your eyes are not all the way up in there, and you can still see Al, you know? <laughs> so, uh, let's have a couple comments about don't download this song. Yeah, I do, too. I, I'm sure they're going to be similar. So, uh, this is a song that I'm surprised this hasn't happened before, but uh, uh, this is, uh, on previous tours, this was the song that everyone took out their cell phones, and they, and they, they flipped on their, their lights on their... Yeah, the flashlight, camera, yeah. And, and they, you know, would, would wave it. <clears throat> back and forth and there's been very little of that on this tour but the, the people the person two seats down for me took out a real live lighter and and flipped it on and she was <laughs> waving it back and forth and then her seatmate, the gentleman sitting next to me uh later took out a lighter and started waving it back and forth and, and at that point Dave, you must have been like okay this guy has literal flames next to me i know I was my thinking, tweets are not disturbing him <laughs> I was like, I was a little more worried he was going to drop his lighter in my lap and yeah. set me on fire. But uh, but it, that does that doesn't last very long. Holding up the lighter for a couple of reasons because it gets very hot if you do that and your finger starts burning. But also uh, <laughs> security comes over and starts flashing their flashlights at you and makes you stop. Yeah. <laughs> but it then, makes more sense at an outdoor concert than uh, you know a, a it, tight indoor concert. Yeah, in a, yeah, in a crowded casino. Uh, <laughs> theater 
But uh, so, so that was uh, interesting. But then I did look back at this point, and I did see quite a few people actually uh, with their cell phones out. Oh, really? With their, their lights on. So, and I know that uh, we were waving our hands back and forth as well. So that was that was a experience that I I hope kind of sticks around. Not the lighter experience, the uh, the cell phone light experience. Do you have any more notes on don't download this song? Uh, I'm trying to. F- figure out what I wrote. Do you want to try? It looks like it says, by email song. By email song? I don't know. That's what it looks like. Something, the last word says sorry, if that helps you out. Oh, I don't think so. Well. I'm not worried, because then Al uh, started talking about the parental... Parental advisory sticker. Yes. Yep. Uh, he said in the 90s it was cool to have one, and he wanted to be one of the cool kids. Uh, but his material was too clean, so he put in some backwards masking. <clears throat> and he said for this next song, he shared... Yeah, this is a real... He said, this is a real thing. This is really in there. He said, while you must have an awful lot of spare time on your hands, which... Is incorrect. As soon as you said it, Dave, you turned to me and went, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the actual backwards message is, wow, you must have an awful lot of free time on your hands. So that was uh, interesting that Al got his own lyrics wrong. Yeah, come on, Al. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was intentional. I I I mean... Most people probably don't know that that song has a backwards message unless you're... That's true. You're like a super fan. So that, that was really strange, but yeah. Um, he uh, he did, you know. Oh, I guess the song we should say is "I Remember Larry." <laughs> right, but again, he did. Um, you know, he said he did the backwards masking to to sound like it was satanic, and so he apologized. He deeply apologized to any satanists in the audience. <laughs> um, but he said it would be uh, deeply dark and twisted. So yes, I remember Larry and. Uh, I also remember that last night when Al was singing Albuquerque, instead of um, Marty carrying a big old sofa up the stairs, he, yeah. Al said Larry. So I want, I said, I wonder if <laughs> Al's going to switch it up and say, I remember Marty mm. uh, for this song. But spoiler alert, he did not. Yeah, I was wondering if he just remembered saying Larry last night, which is why he says, I remember Larry. <laughs> but yes, I made the same connection to <clears throat> Albuquerque from last, last night's show. Uh, Actually, I saw Steve after the show, and I I, I told him that I, I was wondering if Al would do that. He thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so this was interesting. Uh, I was, again, because I could see the entire band, I was uh, looking around, and I noticed, I, flipped, I looked over towards Bermuda, and he's, uh, I see him, uh, he hit one of his symbols, and then he sort of like, the symbol moved a little bit, and then he hit it again, and the symbol kind of fell, and he started to grab it, and like he was trying to hold up the symbol, like it had, it like something had fallen off of one of the symbols, and then all of a sudden, then it just kind of fell down to the point where, where it was, it wasn't like on the floor, it was just kind of resting on on his drum set or something, whatever was behind. I would the also, glass. so I think you pointed that out to me. I know John noticed it, so we were all kind of watching it. Um, I, Bermuda was still playing, like. I didn't hear any musical oh, difference. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Like, this all happened. Bermuda is such a pro. That he's, yeah, right, it, yeah. I, like, if your eyes were closed, you would have no idea. He's still, <laughs> he's still, he's still playing while he's trying to fix his uh, fallen symbol. And uh, I I guess uh, I, I, uh, 
Hawkeye came out and he and they were having a little talk, you know, speaking to each other. And then Hawkeye just took the symbol, walked well, away. Well, at first, he, I think he tried to like stand it up, but it fell over again. So then Hawkeye eventually just walked away with yeah, it. Yeah, he just took the symbol and I said, oh, I wonder if he's going to bring it back because, I mean, but uh, whatever that, whatever, he never, it never came back. So it never came it back. It never came back. But. And, we now had a window to see Bermuda for like the first time. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, you could, you, we could, we could actually see. I mean, I, I could see like him over the symbols a little bit, but now like this was like. Oh, clearer, this was yeah. It was just like a completely a, like a clearer, you see Bermuda's full face and yeah, chest. Like yeah, you can you see can him watch, perfectly. Yeah. So I, I, I spent <coughs> a lot of the show watching Bermuda. I did too because it was it's so rare to get to see Bermuda this tour. It was interesting because I did not notice, and I know nothing about drumming and nothing about symbols. But I, I assume that he has five symbols up there because uh, each one has a different sound. So, And it's probably, you know, something that Bermuda could point out the difference, but... Yeah, a drummer, I, I drummer could probably... Yeah, maybe probably a drummer tell. could, but I, but, I couldn't. But I mean, so throughout <laughs> the rest of the show, I was wondering, you know, uh, is this going to sound... Is anything going to sound different? And I didn't pick anything up from my untrained ears. And the other thing that was interesting is I was also watching Bermuda because I was, this was a symbol that was, by the way, directly in front of him. Uh, yeah. At, that had fallen. Now... Obviously, you know, he's he's kind of I'm sure he's in sort of automatic pilot mode when he's up there. So he's at some point, you know, he's going to I'm thinking he's going to try to hit that symbol out of reflex. <laughs> it's not going to be there. But I never saw him do that. Like no. whatever it was, he was able to adjust on the fly. And and I never caught him like like trying to hit a symbol that wasn't there or anything to that effect. And and so whatever he needed to do to. To whenever you need to play a symbol, that symbol he replaced it with something else, another symbol, I assume, and it does everything. I mean, it, and I, I don't even think I don't even think like I don't even think, uh, and we'll get to this later, but I don't even think that Al knew that there was a missing symbol. I would have to assume he didn't. Um, I I think I've said this on the podcast before. I'm not like a an instrument guy. I don't play any instruments. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. Either. I like I've tried in the past and I can't. Uh, it's too complicated for me. Watching, getting to actually see Bermuda and see how fast he's hitting stuff and he's like he's doing different things with each hand and it's just like it blows me away. Uh, the amount, the immense amount of talent for Bermuda and all the musicians on that stage, but it just. It blows me away. And like you were saying, Dave, the fact that Bermuda had to kind of improvise and, and change up the way he's playing these songs right. on the fly, and it sounded perfect still. Right, and this is, is pretty early in the incredible. show, so in the entire show, every other song after this, he had to adjust something, because I'm sure he uses that symbol at least it wouldn't, once It wouldn't song. be there if he wasn't using it, right? <laughs> so. unless, unless maybe he just uses it up to that point in the show. <laughs> and after yeah, he that, only uses it on I, Close I remember Larry. Cigar. He only uses it on I Remember Larry. <laughs> and after that, he's like, I don't need that symbol anymore. Hawkeye, take it away. <laughs> I was also kind of thinking, like, well, if he can play the show without it, get rid of the symbols so we can see you better. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he likes being hidden. Maybe he doesn't want people watching him. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure for Bermuda, it sounded totally different. We'll have to ask him about it. I'm, I'm really curious to hear what he says about that. Um, I, I did. It did sound to me like there were some different things at the end of I Remember Larry. Um, I don't recall there being like chimes at the end of it, mm. uh, and I did hear that tonight. So I was wondering, 
there were two two possibilities. I was wondering one. I just forget, <laughs> and it's always there. Or two, maybe Bermuda added it because he didn't have that symbol. Maybe. Um, but um, after I remember Larry, Al started talking about uh, how he likes to showcase the band of this tour. Uh, and he talked about how he met Bermuda on the Dr. Demento show. He talked about... Um, Are you sure you're in the... You forgot this song. Oh, I, I thought that said, grinder. <laughs> I thought I was. I, no, I, he was talking about yeah, 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 a, yeah, 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 yeah. a movie coming out. <laughs> Maybe that's his movie trailer. That says movie. It's his movie trailer. You're right. I'm like, I'm like, wait, did I, did I go? Did I, like you jumped ahead quite a bit? All right. I wonder if he played Dare to Be Stupid. <laughs> we'll find out. But uh, yeah, it's a movie trailer. You're yeah, right. He's, he basically said that you know he's got a new uh, movie coming out, and uh, he wanted to play this. And this is paraphrasing. Uh, well, he said it's a movie coming out, and it features Daniel Radcliffe in the role of a lifetime, <laughs> which I don't recall him necessarily saying that uh, before. Um, yeah, he said a new song. Uh, he wants to play the new song, but uh, he, he well, he said he said, uh, do you guys? <coughs> Uh, and we'd like to play it for you, you know, the new song, and everyone cheered, and he says, okay, I'm sold, we'll definitely play it next tour. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then he said, uh, and it will be on the Roku channel yep. in November, if you want to listen to it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's, uh, I think that's some new information uh, in that little... I think I've heard November, I don't, uh, no. but, but just, you know... Absolutely, Al talking about how he's going to play it on a next. That is a, that, that is a big piece of information that we. I'm assuming he wasn't joking and right, doesn't right. change his mind. But that that's a new piece of information that this song will be performed on the next tour, and also uh, the fact that uh, that you know well, it's, it's, it's going to be out in November. It also when we finally hear this song in November, if it's a parody song then we know that the next tour is not going to be another vanity tour. Mm. And if it is an original, then we, Don't. I guess, have a possibility <laughs> that it's going to be a vanity tour. Um, and I guess the other the other important uh, news, which uh, it confirms that there is going to be a next tour. Yeah, that's very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. And, of course, this was all preamble uh, to play UHF. Yeah. Which it's uh, it's always a treat getting to hear UHF. I have a, a comment about a uh, UHF, uh, and I th one of our guests actually said something along this line: is that uh, they they were listening to uh, one of their song uh, a song on on their cassette tape, and it uh, s there's a little skip or a hiccup in it, and so every time they listen to that song, uh, they they listen for that little. Oh, uh, uh, was that Brad Hebert? Yeah, yeah, it was Brad. And they listen to that for that little hiccup, and and, then, and when it doesn't play, they're like, "Oh, I, I was listening right, for that." Right. Well, <laughs> there there is a, I, I must maybe I I've, I've seen the music video for UHF um, maybe more than I've listened to the song or something because there is a the part in the music video where uh, Stanley Spadowski gets yells, "You get to drink from the fire hose," and every time it comes to that point in the song, I'm expecting to hear Stanley Swadowski oh, say, cool. you get to drink from the fire hose. And I don't, so uh, that's how I know that it's the album version. Oh, okay. But yeah, so, so it's kind of interesting that the music video sort of has a, a different version of UHF than the album version. 
And then isn't there also a single version? There's a sing- yeah, there's a button. The there's a lot of version. Versions. There's like the the, the actual the, the ending credits version, which goes on and on because the credits are long. Mm-hmm. There's, 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 if yeah, I mean, if you check out uh, Johnny O'Hearn's spreadsheet or the songography that uh, Greg Method put together many years ago on my website weirdal.info, uh, both of them are linked on that site. Uh, you can see all the different versions of UHF, and there's maybe more. Who knows? <laughs> um, after UHF, we got treated to the first drum solo of the evening. <laughs> yes, drum solo. Uh, he did a couple of hits, uh, and uh, Al said, John Bermuda Schwartz, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Um, and then they, I think they just went right into the next song. I don't have any notes to say anything other than yep, that. I actually wrote down there, went right into I'll Sue Ya. Uh, when I saw Alsuya, there was something about Alsuya tonight that was just extra good. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was that symbol missing. <laughs> Maybe that symbol just really uh, uh, affects the song well, okay. in a negative well, way. Well, that but... was interesting because I, I did have a comment on the drum solo. Is that uh, I thought it was I, I, I thought it was funny that Al went to a drum solo not not knowing that Bermuda had just had, it, <laughs> had a, uh, I had that thought too had, had a, you know a mishap with his drum set and still at this point I didn't know if the, if that symbol was coming back out or not or if Hawkeye was off stage I couldn't see Hawkeye from where the, the no. stage man from where we were sitting so I didn't know if he was trying to fix you know the symbol or if he was running out to the the equipment truck to try to find something to, to attach the symbol back or <laughs> Duct whatever tape or, you know I didn't know so I didn't know if uh, if uh, if that if Al knew that there was uh, drum issues you know or symbol issues at that point so I thought it was funny that, that out of all the out of all the solos to call for, he calls for the drum solo. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, I'll sue you. Uh, How would you feel about I'll sue you, though? <laughs> for something, for what I was saying was there's something about it that just... Yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, trying to make a joke or, you know, imply something. I'm just... It was just extra good tonight for some whatever reason. No, I know what you're saying, and and, and I felt that about several songs tonight. I, I felt that this was a really they were really good versions. I I agree. I mean, I I I think there's something to what you know what you were saying earlier. These you know they finally get to kind of stay in one spot for you know five or six days. They get to rest. They you know they're not sleeping on the bus. They're sleeping in a nice hotel room. Like I bet they just like you know. They get to go to the they're same relaxed, stage. Yeah. They're relaxed. They're you know, refreshed, and they really put that extra energy into the show. Yeah, I, I mean for sure. I mean this is each show. I mean I think was getting better and better. I mean I which, agree. Which kind of, which kind of you know, as, as I mean I don't. I'd be happy if Al got like a residency somewhere. I mean, I prefer to be a little closer than Las Vegas. I know. But, but anyway, if I would Al be were tempted to, get... to like move out to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Just go every single night. Yes. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it, Al. <laughs> but if, if uh, I like New York, like, you know, I'm thinking like if Al was in a residency where, you know, it, it would, you know, I mean, he, he would, well, if he was in Las Vegas, then he might have to move to Las Vegas to make that happen. But, but you know, if he was in like a, you know a location where he was in the same spot every single night, you know how how that might change the shows around a little bit. 
be interesting. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, in general, I love this song except for one line in it. Uh, <laughs> and and I love the performance this evening except for one line in it. And uh, Well, know. as per my, uh, my rule, if I'm near New Jersey, I feel okay dissing on it because it's like... It's like, you know, if you have, like, a, a sibling, like, you can make fun of your sibling, but, like, someone else can't, right. you know? Like, you get defensive. So, like, when we're not in the kind of, like, tri-state area, then I, I get a little defensive, and I'm like, I do boo. Yeah. Um, but if we're in New Jersey or New York, I would do what John Katz did tonight and <laughs> cheer. <laughs> oh, John, come on, man. You're from... Well, I, you know, John's originally from Philadelphia, so I, I guess... Uh, yeah, he gets a little bit of a pass in your eyes, I'm sure. He, I mean, you know, he's... You know, I would probably boo Philadelphia, too, so... <laughs> I mean, I would probably not boo Philadelphia. I would, okay. You, you know what I mean. You would cheer for Philly if he was If he sold a ticket to... If Delta sold him a ticket to uh, Philadelphia... To Philly, he, he went, went there, there and, and it sucked. sucked. I would probably cheer. Okay. So, I get that. <laughs> So yeah, but of course I booed and uh, Ethan booed and uh, and John Trader cheered cheered. Um, I booed with two hands. I actually um, I set up the boo because I I knew that this lyric was coming, Dave. I've heard this song before. You have yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I had my hands in the air like I was like like. Uh, rocking out to the song, and then as soon as he did it, I bam! I popped thumbs the down. thumbs down. Nice, <laughs> the fastest thumbs in the West. Well, I appreciate the support on, on, <laughs> of course. on that. And yes, um, <coughs> so after Al Suya, uh, Al said, "Well, that's all the songs we know." <laughs> uh, but you know the uh, the Venetian. Uh, yeah, said we had to play at least an hour and a half. Uh, so uh, we're just going to have Jim play the power G chord for 45 <laughs> right. minutes. And then Jim so. nodded and he said, yeah, that should take up some time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was interesting because uh, as Jim was playing, you know, and he played for, I mean, not 45 minutes, but, you know, uh, a pretty long power G chord. 20 for or 30 seconds. And, and Al took out his cell phone and he was checking it, like, you know, pass <laughs> to pass time type of thing. It was pretty cool. <clears throat> of course, and then... Uh, they did go. They apparently they they uh, learned another song pretty quickly because they uh, did my own eyes. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I was really uh, wondering if we were just gonna have six songs and Power G <laughs> for the rest of the show, but yeah, no, my own eyes. Which um, I guess that one. I don't think that was played uh, I so. at all. No. This. It's not that residency. I've... I don't know. I, I should I should check the. The list, the official list from Brad, but um, yeah, my own eyes. I, uh, again, extra good tonight. Yeah, uh, it was just really tight and and fun, and uh, you know, every time my um, I just went off. I was thinking of a different song. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say every time I hear first world problems, people always like laugh at, at uh, the different things. As if they like, oh yeah, that happens to me. But I don't think he even played that song tonight. No, he didn't. Or maybe he did later, but <laughs> we're not, not there yet. He did not. <laughs> if he, he didn't, I don't know why I confused those two songs. I well, apologize. <laughs> well, now if you want to talk about uh, how they had the number of uh, reasons to do this tour, uh, 
Head Wanted back. to showcase the amazing yeah, band. Showcase the amazing band. You can do it. So at this point in the in the set list. Yes. Oh, uh, as if you you hadn't heard me say it already before. Let's see how similar I say it. Uh, maybe <laughs> someone can analyze this. Uh, of course, John uh, Al talked about how he met John on the Doctor Demento show, September fourteenth. Another uh, one rides the bus. Another one rides the bus, playing the accordion uh, case. And then um, he mentioned uh, meeting Ruben on Grinder. Yep. Uh, seems to be a mainstay. Uh, then uh, talking about the other guys. I don't know how much you have written down. Do I have more notes than you on this? Uh, the Jim and Steve he met in Nevada at uh, Laughlin. Yes. Uh, uh, the, him nope. and his ex-girlfriend were, uh, were uh, canoeing or rafting down the Colorado River. No, he, he no? okay, Dave. I I you already missed that he said it was 1981 or 1982. Yeah. I'm not sure, the early 80s, and he was uh kayaking down the Colorado River okay. <laughs> with his girlfriend at the time, uh in Laughlin, and they went to a a place called Do you have that? The Rusty Stirrup. Yes, the Rusty Stirrup and uh he said in the entire place, there were, were only three people there, and it was run down, and it was scuzzy, and he went, uh, he saw the lounge, uh, had some music coming from it, so he went in, and Jim and Steve were playing to nobody. There was nobody in the lounge, except for <laughs> Two Al. professionals. Two professionals. <laughs> Even though nobody's there, they're getting it, they had a paid gig, yeah. they still went through with it. That's great. It's funny, uh, um, to, to sidetrack this a little bit, uh, Penn and Teller have done that, actually, uh, because uh, as long as they, if they did not perform, they would not get paid. So if they performed, they got paid. So they actually, uh, they actually went out uh, in, like, the pouring rain, like, an outside show to, like, to nobody, and they did the <laughs> entire show because, because contractually, contractually they, they had to do the show if they wanted to get paid. If they, if they said, we're not doing a show... There's nobody here. They would not have gotten paid. So. Wow. So maybe that's what Jim and uh, Steve were doing. That's yeah, in this fictional tale. Uh, <laughs> fictional. I'm pretty sure this is the, that's this true. Is the, this that's is true. the true story. Um, <coughs> so, so I tweeted out uh, for people interested. Dare to be stupid. The rusty stirrup version. I'm glad. That's what I would have expected you to write. Um, <laughs> Good. So, I think you noticed this, and I noticed this. At the point where Al picks up the uh, cowbell, yep. he also obviously picks up a drumstick yep. to hit the cowbell, and Al started playing the cowbell, but I guess he had the drumstick upside down. Yeah, there was like a, like a I don't even know how to describe it, like a duller sound like of the hit of the cowbell, and I wouldn't have noticed, but I was just like, it sounds a little duller to me, and then all of a sudden he, he realized what he was doing, he turned the, the stick the other way. Yeah, he kind of paused in the middle of when he would have been playing, turned the stick around, and then it was hitting, it was hitting it on the right the, side. the correct way, yeah. So that was... I, uh, I don't think I noticed the duller sound. I didn't notice until I saw him flip it. Uh, um, I noticed a more a more cowbell sound after he flipped it. But it made me nervous because I know right when the cowbell starts, that's when I have to get ready to volunteer. Yep. Um, so I did volunteer. You did. did you volunteer? I did not volunteer, but uh, your seatmate on the other side has volunteered. Yes, John and I both volunteered. And did we both use our right hands tonight? 
I could not see which hands you guys used. I, I used my right hand. I, I was more I don't fixated on making sure that Al was uh, drumming with the, the correct <laughs> side of the stick. <laughs> I, Lot, I, lots going on at that very short part. So I did time. not see. I did see two volunteers, but I did not see which hands. <laughs> so which hand was it? My yeah. hand was my right hand. Okay, and uh, still up in the air about John. Uh, I I would assume it was his right hand, but I really don't know. Okay. Uh, after Dare to Be Stupid, um, Al said that they were going to do a cover song. Yeah, they do a cover song. This is an obscure song uh, by The Doors. It Jim was Morrison wrote it in 1967, and uh, he said something like something. It was an impression song, or did you hear what he said there? Uh, that could possibly say impression song. Yeah, I don't know what that meant. I don't know if that's what he said. Uh, but he said it was amazing that Jim Morrison had the foresight uh, to write this song, uh, you know, decades before Craigslist existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, then we got to hear uh, Craigslist. Which, Craigslist. Um, it's hard for me to hear Craigslist and not uh, freak out because I, I was so excited. It's, it's always such a treat getting to hear Craigslist. Uh, for so many reasons, because A, it's a great song, uh, B, the, the lighting is just absolutely wild and incredible, um, and then, of course, my favorite is Al changes up this phone call with his mother every time, and, yep. and uh, it's always just wild and wacky and amazing. Yeah. And tonight was no exception. No. And uh, I could I could tell Craigslist was coming before Al even started talking because uh, I did see uh, Steve J get up and walk towards you know yes. the side of stage to get yep. his uh, his earphones in and and, uh, and head over to the uh, set up to head over to the keyboards, but uh, the coffee shop for those keeping track it is the Coffee Factory on Las Vegas Boulevard. Yes, I don't remember walking past that. I have no idea where that is. I have no idea either. Uh, I wrote a whole bunch of notes down. Uh, oh, good. For for so they're not going to be word for word like you you do, but uh, well, I I don't take notes during Craigslist because I just like to soak it all in. But uh, but the the, the gist of it is that uh, I've cradled your skull in my uh, my bare hand, uh, mother. I want to cradle your skull in my bare hands while the ghost of a stray dog vomits on the carpet for all eternity. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he wants to be swallowed alive by a poisonous, and then he uh, corrected himself. Uh, and he said poisonous, not venomous. Not venomous. <laughs> if I wanted to say venomous, I would have said venomous. Yep. <laughs> venomous snake. Um, and then he, uh, he did say, uh, <coughs> playing, uh, playing your song... Well, anyway. Oh, you know, yeah, he, he said, uh, you know, the, uh, what does he say, the Big Texas Radio. Oh, yeah, that's right. The uh, Big Texas. It's playing your song. Yep. Uh, and he started singing Baby Shark. <laughs> he said, it's playing your song. Baby Shark, do, 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 do. Baby <laughs> Shark, do, do, do. Uh, he said the, uh, I don't know if this the is. The Indian. Yeah, the, uh, the Native American Indian uh, was standing in a puddle of mud. Yep. And eating a foot-long eggplant Parmesan sub. And that it was too yeah. big, and he's never going to finish it. A foot long eggplant sandwich. He's <laughs> never going to finish it. Yep. And uh, and he said, uh, "Freedom smells like a foot long eggplant sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, this one, this, this because of that, uh, because of that amazing uh, Craigslist uh, rendition, it's it, it was in at that moment. It was in the uh, in the running for uh, for uh, certain very important. Um, acknowledgement on this podcast and before i get to that i just want to say that i agree with you about the lighting on this pod on this uh on this song it is amazing and uh especially i i not i know the the lighting in the beginning is just kind of like this weird you know doors type effect yeah but at the end of the after you know he gets off the cell phone with his mother the lighting sort of changes a little bit and that lighting was just like absolutely it's the best now this 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 is you know what i'm not gonna tell you whether this is or not but this is one of several songs that is in contention for being dave's pick of the night come on intern frank that's your cue what is going well, on well intern, intern frank, frank didn't hit it because you said it's not necessarily i said it's in contention it's dave's in contention tonight <laughs> um so. So uh, put that in pencil in the spreadsheet. I I don't know. I mean, uh, Craigslist. I <laughs> a, a, yeah. If I had a pick of the night, which I don't, um, it would be Craigslist. Uh, but I'll sue you. Was up there too because that was just. Yeah, that was, I mean, it's, it, it was, was a, this it was, was a, a tough a really. This was on. This was honestly a tough uh, concert because every song I said, oh, this could be a, a David yeah, pick th- of the night. This it was, really could. Um, I have to. I have a guess as to what your pick of the night what would be. You'll find out. Um, so I guess at the end of the podcast, you can yeah. tell us what it is. But I, I do have a guess. Okay. I'll write it down on a piece of paper where you can't see. Uh, Ethan's guess for Dave's official pick of the night. Do we have a theme song for that? Ethan's guess for Dave's. <laughs> uh, do we need one? We don't need one. <laughs> Actually, that's a that's a fun that's kind of a fun idea. Before we st- start, you should do that. You should write down. I should try and guess. Try to guess what my pick of the night is, and see if you can guess what it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I tend to go to certain songs, so I think you'll be. You think you'd be out the. Pick. I don't know. You you, you go for some wild cards sometimes. Thank you. But I, I think I have a good idea right, for well, for well, the one tonight. But well, put Craig's list on that potential list because that's that was a. Uh, I've was already a I've already written down my guess. That was definitely a, a um, good uh, good one. So uh, <clears throat> Al just sort of sat after Craig's list. Al just sort of sat there in the dark. And just kind of sat perfectly still, and all of a sudden, like for a, a couple seconds, and then there was like this uh, sort of like a loud humming noise, and I immediately knew what was coming. Yeah. That meant that a uh, velvet elves. But I thought the transition from the end of Craigslist into Velvet Elvis was was really pretty cool. Like yeah, just the way well, he, he just sort sometimes of, he says like the the lizard. Yeah, the lizard king has has left my body. He or didn't whatever. do any of that. He just sat there and I guess let the lizard king leave his body when he was just kind of sitting there so i was i thought that transition into velvet elvis was really well done was that your transition of the night <laughs> that was my transition of the night <laughs> it's dave's transition of the night <laughs> uh yeah velvet elvis was great uh yeah. of course and you can tell how much i love these songs because if, if i if i'm like really digging the song i'm not taking notes I'm just sitting back and enjoying it. So I don't have a lot of notes for a lot of these songs because I just love them so much. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure your number, but this was my 18th show this tour. Wow. Um, this is 
if you remember, I believe we did 18 each on the last oh, one. Did we? <laughs> we might have. So, uh, as of tonight, I'm tied with the most number wow. of shows I've ever seen on a tour. Um, for Strings Attached, this would have been my last show uh, if I had the same number. So, um, I mean, after seeing Velvet Elvis, not 18 times, but that many times, like, I mean, what else are we going to say about it? That's true. <laughs> you know, unless something weird happens, unless, like, an instrument breaks, like, <laughs> like, and I remember Larry, it's, uh, it's tough. It's, I mean, anyone listening to this podcast, you know, they know how great all these songs are. And just because we don't have something to say about it doesn't mean it's incredible. Oh, um, yeah, of course. If it wasn't incredible, we'd mention that. Uh, <laughs> But we've never had the need to to mention something not being incredible when it's Weird Al related, of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about how crazy it is um, to and and also um, as of right now, I have tickets to thirty six shows this tour. So assuming I don't add any more, which I think I'm adding at least one more, um, you know, this would have been my halfway point. Uh, which is pretty interesting um, after tonight. Yeah, so I, I haven't been to 18 shows, but I've been. This tonight show was the 15th show. Of this. Okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, 15th show so far. So I'll, I'll catch up to you. Right and now. how many shows did we go to on Strings Attached? Am I right that it was 18? Or was it 19? I, can't, <laughs> I, I don't keep track quite the same way you do, Dave. Uh, I know you have, you know, your website where, you know, if people go to weirdal.info, you can literally see the sh the venue, the date, the tour of every show Dave's been yep. to. Um, I'm, I don't have that luxury. <laughs> I, I do not. I don't even have a spreadsheet dragging it. Yes, you were. Yes, it was 18. We it was 18. 18 yes. And we didn't hit all the same shows, but we each hit the same number of shows, right. I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah yes, so that's that, a good point. I mean, the, I mean, I'm only at, I'm at 15 on this tour. So I'll be catching up to 18 in... Next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. yeah. Next well, Yeah. So pretty... We're out in California. Pretty crazy. Um, and before 18, my previous record before that was 10. Wow. On the uh, first Vanity Tour. So, um, yeah, uh, you're a bad influence, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> or a good influence, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, <clears throat> I said that... Uh, Basically, here's another reason uh, for this tours that we can uh, we can feature songs that kind of fall through the cracks. Yep, uh, and uh, he he gave a uh, a description of the song, pretty similar to what we've heard before. But I, I wrote down I don't know if he said this specifically before that um, the song uh, portrays the human condition state of human relationships. Or, I don't know if I wrote that down right, but, um, you know, lot, lots to uh, consider. Yeah. And uh, yeah, He then, did say at one point, I don't know, at, the, at one point he did say this was the best song he considers is the best song I've ever written. It's it's a very important song. Of course, uh, if you've listened to our podcast or been to this tour before, you probably know <laughs> that it was Let Me Be Your Hog. Yep. <laughs> and then he always ends it with... Uh, you know, very abruptly, as the song does, and then says, and the next song is, and then people yep. cheer and clap. Uh, but then he just went right back into the said, next yeah, song is. next song is called Dog Eat Dog. Went right into Dog Eat Dog, which um, 
I, I hate repeating myself, but maybe one of the best dog eat dog performances I've seen yeah, this I, tour. I, I, I didn't take any notes, so I really liked it. I, I uh, you know, the it was cool. You know, the, that dueling sort of light thing that they have going on is is really pretty cool. Uh, that's all I got for dog eat dog. <laughs> so after dog eat dog, uh, Steve and John got up and left, and Al uh, <laughs> mentioned how contractually. Uh, they um, have to get their uvulas scraped. Uh, and then he said, <laughs> don't know what that's all about. <laughs> and then he asked the audience, are you ready to rock? And of course, everyone screamed that they were. And he goes, well, it's not a good time because the rhythm section just left. So then uh, he turned to Jim and he said, are you ready to get acoustic up in this joint? And Jim went, yep. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, they played You Don't Love Me Anymore. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, my comment about this one is uh, this is the song where he mentions the poisonous cobra, which he had previously mentioned the uh, poisonous uh, snake in Craigslist. And this also is the song where he mentions poisoning the coffee that um, was in the art piece that uh, Carrie Hudson had done. Hmm. So lot, lots of... Uh, lots of poison in this... Uh, yes. <laughs> Um, What's a poison in this uh, set list tonight? Then, uh, so afterwards, Al uh, commented when, when Steve, <laughs> Steve came, came back. back. He stage. said, oh, they're back. Uh, he said, well, Steve, how's your uvula? <laughs> he said, uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. And I was like, well, it's good to hear. <laughs> and he said, now with uh, the band all here... Now it's time to rock. It's appropriate time to rock. rock he said, "Let nice. us rock." <laughs> so we, uh, of course, got to hear "Young Dumb and Ugly." Yes, "Young Dumb and Ugly," a great rocking song, uh, off of "Off the Deep End." Um, I really liked. Uh, I really liked the uh, lighting effect on this song. It's, it's this is the one with the. Uh, it's got circle, multicolored circles, and they just sort of bounce back and forth across the stage. Mm. And uh, I just really thought that was uh, such a cool effect. I, I love that. Uh, it's the only song that sort of has that circle light thing going on on it. It's pretty cool. Now, I don't want to keep repeating myself, so let me say that um, this rendition of Young, Dumb, and Ugly was probably the worst rendition what? of Young, Dumb, and Ugly that I heard today. Um, <laughs> it's also the best because it's the only time I heard it. So technically... <laughs> But uh, compared to other Young, Dumb, and Uglies, it was exceptional. Yeah, it really was. It, 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 it really was. Uh, it made me want to throw up so I could taste it again. Uh, <laughs> during uh, Jim's solo, um, Al did something a little different. Did you catch this? Uh, maybe. He took out his you know, took out his cell phone yep. and he uh, took a picture of... Uh, a pretty long picture of Steve of Jim first, and almost like he, he might have even taken a video. I'm not sure uh, of Jim. He sat down there for a while, then he turned out. He took a a video or a picture of the audience, and I put my thumb up like I usually do for. for I I do the the podcast hand symbol. Oh, cool. You, you probably should do your. I just put my thumb up. Okay. Okay. Mix All it up. Right. All right. And uh, then he t he turned to uh, Steve and he took a picture yeah, or, or a video of Steve and Steve put it, it had an amazing. <laughs> Really 
big, huge smile on his face. While still playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're all playing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think I recall Al taking a picture of Steve. I don't I think Al, that. like, went to put his phone away, and then he's like, oh, I should take a picture of Steve. Yeah. And uh, I wonder if Steve will post that, because I would love to see yeah. those pictures. Hopefully uh, Al shares that with Steve. Or yeah. maybe Al will post it. Yeah, that'd be great. So uh, the next song... Uh, Al picks up the accordion, and I saw a piece of paper fall off his uh, little table that he that the accordion was on. I assume it's the set list. Oh, okay. I, I did not see. Maybe what... it was Jim's set list. I no. think. Well, I don't know. There was a set list that was. There was a piece of paper that was on the table oh, where the accordion is, and uh, it fell off when. I he think picked that up his table accordion. is shared with Jim, so it was probably Jim's like. Well, set hopefully, list. Jim. I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't. Or maybe it was just an extra one. Maybe just, it was. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't follow up to see what happened to the set list after it fell. I was seeing if anybody picked it up, but I did not notice anybody picking it. But that I specific. I didn't. Was really didn't look for that. So I. It's possible that that Al picked it up or Jim picked it up or hmm. Jim just didn't need it anymore or it was an extra or it wasn't a set list. It was some other piece of paper. Who knows? But that. But I definitely saw a piece of paper fall. Um, and uh, he went on his, uh, are you, or something, are you he, country music? He said, uh, hey, you guys like country music? And, yep. you know, some people cheered. And he said, uh, this next one's my favorite country song. Uh, and then he said, I should point out, uh, the country is Jamaica. It's a reggae <laughs> tune. <laughs> yep. It went into uh, Buy Me a Condo. Buy Me a Condo, yep. Then uh, after Buy Me a Condo. He said uh, he, he shouldn't have to tell us, but there's 197 days till Christmas. Hmm. Um, so no, uh, we knew that one of uh, his plethora of two songs were coming. And you turned to me, and I don't know how you knew this. You said, oh, that's going to be The Night Santa Went Crazy. You know, um, I guessed that it was The Night Santa Went Crazy because you had said before that the lighting is different. For but there was no lighting, so I couldn't tell. That's why I thought be. it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, because the guy was like, I was waiting to see to see you know if, if it was gonna be the night nice Santa went crazy or Christmas night crowds here. I assumed. In my mind, it was going to be the night Santa went crazy because he had just played Christmas at Ground Zero, and he and he tends to play the night Santa went crazy more. Well, he played Ground Zero. Ground Zero on Wednesday, though. Yeah, but um, I mean, just sort of. But yeah, yeah. It. I mean, he doesn't play it like very often. But it's not that he played it the night before. Uh, well, he just played it. I mean, recently. Right. Like he did, that. That's what I, I don't know the stats. I didn't look at Brad's spreadsheet, but I'm pretty sure Christmas at Ground Zero is one of those ones that doesn't. Uh, that doesn't. Uh, <coughs> I agree. It, it doesn't it show doesn't, up, it as, doesn't as, show as, up often as often as the Night Santa went crazy. But anyway, this song was the Night Santa went crazy. It was that what I dubbed to be the sort of gory version, the uh, half yep. mix of the yep. uh, extra gory and the album version. Uh, afterwards, Al uh, said that, of course, following the pattern of UHF and now Weird, the Al Yankovic story, his next film will come out in 2055. Yep. And uh, he said he wrote the uh, theme back in 83 or 84. Yep. Which we all knew. Was Nature be... Trail to Hell. Yes. And this was a really... This is really good. Uh, this one, this one, uh, maybe our intern Frank can get this queued up. This one is another one that is an intention, is in... Uh, contention. Contention, that's the word I'm looking for. In contention for uh, Dave's pick of the night. It's Dave's In contention. Pick of the night. 
So, uh, <laughs> so, so put the, so, so far, I think it's Craigslist and uh, and Nature Trail to Hell on the list. I uh, recalled that when he played Nature Trail to Hell, I believe on Wednesday, it must have been Wednesday, um, Al was doing a lot of really great uh, faces during the ratchet part, uh-huh. and I noticed again he was doing oh, great cool. great manic faces, and I noticed that at the end of that uh, kind of ratchet part, where it's like, ratchet, ah, ratchet, ah, uh, after the last one, I heard Al do like a maniacal laughter, <laughs> which I don't recall hearing him do before. Huh. So I, I thought that was great. Very cool. All right. Then he started on... Jeez. Uh, I can't read my writing. He started talking about... Uh, well, yeah, actually, before he even started talking about it, the music started. Right. And I knew, um, we knew what it was. We knew what it was going to be anyway, but... Um, but I was, I was, I was thinking uh, that... that uh, it would probably be this song was night because we got the other one previously. Yes. The previous night. Yeah, we got Albuquerque last night, so I figured it would be Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. Of course, Al, he did a, a similar kind of thing. This is a song about America, you know, that whole thing. You know, it would be stupid to do a song about uh, the biggest ball of twine in the world. Um, but what was really interesting about this one, when he was talking about Francis A. Johnson, he said Francis A. Johnson, who... Hails from Darwin, Minnesota. Yeah. I'd never heard Al actually give a call out to Darwin, Minnesota. I'm, I'm sure he does in Minnesota, but at least this tour. Um, I've not heard it on this tour yet. I've not I mean, heard I, it on this previous tour. Previous tours I have, don't remember, but it's pretty cool. Uh, shout, uh, so shout out to Darwin, Minnesota and our sponsor, our great sponsor, Discover Darwin. Yes, more than just the twine ball. Discoverdarwin.biz for anybody who wants to check that out. Um, yeah, they've got great content on their website. And, uh, yeah, it's the tourism board of Darwin, Minnesota, yeah. who, who uh, sponsors our podcast. And uh, <coughs> Frank should cue up the, the music again because this is the third three of three so far. Uh, third Dave's potential uh, pick of the night. It's Dave! In contention. <laughs> so it's. I don't know that. I don't think you can get that many in contention. I can do I as mean, many as I want. <laughs> uh, there's only been 18 songs so far, and you picked three of them. So. I know. It's a totally, this is a really good. Okay. <laughs> it's a really good show. It's I mean, one sixth of them, Dave. Just want to point that out. Um, so after Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota, uh, of course there was. Oh, I, I comment on that. Uh, there's the line in the. Uh, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota about how the uh, security guards threw us out. Yes. Well, I was I was uh, reminded of last night when you told the story about <laughs> how uh, the security guards threw somebody out. Yeah. So yep. I was wondering if he played that song in reference to uh, seeing people be thrown out of last night's show. That's a great point. Uh, so after after that ended, of course, Al introduced the band, got a standing ovation. And then they uh, they did their thing where they didn't leave the stage yep. and pretended they were hanging out backstage. Um, and Steve took his sunglasses off. Cool. Uh, he went over to Bermuda. I saw that. And Bermuda was kind of like, he, he left the drum set. It was kind of like way far over to yeah. the, the left on the on Jim's side, over by like the curtain uh, where, like I guess, Hawkeye is, like the, the side curtain. And... Steve kind of like, yeah. How would you describe it? Did you see this? It was almost like uh, like Bermuda had stage fright. 
Right. And, and, uh, <laughs> and Steve was kind of, you know, encouraging him to, and helping him. Like kind of pulled him stage, out. Right. And, and kind of bring him out, you know. He was like kind of in an embrace and they yeah. together they bowed. Right. And he, he kind of, he kind of <laughs> bent, you know, Bermuda over to, to take a bow. It was pretty cool. Uh, and when they bowed, Steve dropped his sunglasses. I he had to that. pick them up. <laughs> um, <coughs> then uh, I saw Ruben was uh, at this point is when I noticed he was still wearing that really cool like purple jacket. Yeah, yeah, the that, sparkly the sparkly jacket. Yeah, that he first that I first noticed in Nashville. Uh, Jim was <laughs> tuning his guitar, and I believe Al was sort of doing his normal shtick of. Playing on his phone and yeah. drinking some water, wiping his armpits. You know, <laughs> he sort Al sort of like walks towards the back of the stage like he's uh, <clears throat> trying to leave, and that kind of gets the audience uh, cheering him. No, don't do that, you know, type of thing. Yeah, and then then usually there's you know, Al you know mimes a conversation with <coughs> a band member, and it but seems Steve. as though the band member's telling them to go, you know, right. play more songs, but he. Uh, um, You know, uh, done that, and um, yeah. they came out. They, they did their uh, yeah. So he said, uh, "We traditionally do a cover song for the encore, <laughs> yep. which uh, I don't know if Al is normally that blatant about it. <laughs> it's usually a joke, you know that right. you know you think he's going to play one of his hits, uh, but he said uh, tonight we're going to be uh, as pandering and obvious as possible. Yep, <laughs> and." Uh, I didn't catch the song. What was the song, Dave? <laughs> the song was Viva Las Vegas, which I was hoping. I remember saying to Jackie before I came out here for this trip, I said, if he doesn't, if he's got to do Viva Las Vegas at, at least one of these shows, maybe all three of them. He's just got to. And so when he didn't do it on the first show, I was like, okay, well, he didn't do it on the second show. And he said, if he doesn't do it tonight, oh, man, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas, uh, great uh, Elvis tune. Uh, from uh, the, the from the uh, his movie Viva Las Vegas, uh, wonderful Viva Las Vegas. Uh, this song, of course, I I I almost never give like standing ovations after songs. I wait to the end of the the concert. I gave this song a standing ovation. It was I noticed that it was, and you were freaking out. I can I was tell freaking you, out. I was freaking singing, out. I, I was waiting for this song all week. I was hoping to hear this song. I've of course, Elvis. I'm a big Elvis Presley fan. Uh, this song, we're in, we're in Las Vegas. This is a, just a great sing-along song. This is a great song. The audience loved it. The audience was going oh, crazy. Oh, everyone went this, nuts. This was, like, this was the correct choice. Uh, and and so this one, of course, is going to be in contention for uh, Dave's pick of the night for sure. Uh, I don't know if you want me to tell you what my pick of the night is or not, or well, if you want I'm, to go through the rest I wanna of the song. I want to look up and see where he played Viva Las Vegas on the last Vanity Tour, because it wasn't Vegas, was it? I don't know. Well, let's us find out. It's going to take me a second, though, if you want to kill some time. No, he played it at the Tobin Center for the Performing Arts in San Antonio, Texas. Huh. Uh, so, uh, very glad... I don't know if he played Las Vegas on the last... He might have. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, very, very cool to get to hear that. And um, uh, I believe you mentioned something about this song potentially being... This song is this song. Put this on. This is now four songs. Potential. Pick of the night. What did I say before? In contention, pick of the night. 
Um, this is four. This is four songs. I have to have to narrow it down from so okay. far. So, so far. Uh, so at the end, we will. You will uh, reveal after we whatever talk you about want every me song. to do. Um, we can wait till the end. Okay. Uh, I'm curious to see what you pick. What you thought uh, might might be uh, my pick of the night. So after Viva Las Vegas, and wasn't there we we were looking at Wikipedia, I think in Uber, and wasn't there? Oh yes. a cool fun fact. <laughs> there was, excuse me. There's a really fun fact about uh about this song, and uh, wasn't it something where uh, Elvis Presley recorded it, but he never actually performed it live, so. Technically, Weird Al has performed Viva Las Vegas live more times than Elvis. That is... Yeah, so according to Wikipedia, it says uh, <coughs> Elvis Presley has never sang this song live. And I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about some of my uh, live concerts that I have, uh, the live concert albums I have of Elvis, and I don't ever remember now that hearing Viva Las Vegas on any of them. So I'm a little sur- I was very surprised by that fact. Uh, Elvis has never never uh, sang the song live, but obviously it's uh, it's very associated with uh, him performing it live. Like Elf, every single Elvis impersonator does this song. I mean, I've seen multiple Elvis impersonators, and they do so. The, yeah. the Elvis impersonator that was at my wedding with Jackie did this song. Oh, okay, I mean, right. So uh, for sure, I mean this this was on you know this was this was one of the songs. I think he did three or four songs. This was one of the songs he did. So I mean this this song is is you know synonymous with. With Las Vegas and live performances and, th- and things like that, so uh, I was surprised to, to to know that Elvis Presley never performed the song. So Weird Al has performed this song twice, at least twice that we know of. Uh, so he's performed it two times more than Elvis Presley has. Yes, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and if you know, I mean, an, almost an infinite number more, because he never performed it. Oh, two times more. Yeah, at least two times more. Um. So I don't know if Al said it was the legal end of the show. I don't think he, well, he used said, that verbiage. No, he said uh, it's te- uh, it's the officially the end of the show. The show is officially over. Is what and that said. was at ten twenty four. They explained you know, how that yeah ten twenty four because of the back to back. Yeah. So when he said because right. we we weren't sure what was going to happen for this uh, three show run, and we also weren't really advertised to because we just bought the tickets as soon as they went on sale, um, but. Uh, he said when he does back-to-back consecutive nights, mm. that's when um, yep. he promises not to repeat anything. And then he said the next song will be a song that was played last night. So he said if you were here <laughs> last night and you're thinking to yourself, I don't want to hear something I heard last night, now would be a good time to go. Go back to your rooms, uh, get some sleep, rest up. Because yeah. uh, if you're in Las Vegas, that's what you do. You go back to your room and sleep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody in Las Vegas does, comes here to do. They come, they come here just so they can get a good night's sleep. And uh, so then Al, he, he thanked everyone for coming out yep. to the tour. And, and he said, I love that you supported this crazy thing. Yeah. Well, I love that he did this crazy thing. I love that, too. I love supporting it. <laughs> uh, this next song, uh, the final song, the unofficial uh, extra song, I guess we'll call it. Yes. The uh, the Unplugged Medley. Yes, the Unplugged Medley, which features Amish um, Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda, and Yoda Chant. Yep. And uh, I have a couple notes. I have, um, a, I have a note, but it's not till the Yoda Chant. 
Um, I do have a note on the other champ, but I have during Smells Like Nirvana, I noticed that Steve was not wearing his sunglasses. Hmm. During uh, Word Crimes, I noticed there's a part where Jim was kind of snapping along. Huh. Um, and then, what's your Yoda chant note? Maybe we have the same one. Uh, excellent question. I'm still trying to read my writing. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> Bermuda made a weird noise during Yoda chant that I, don't, I never heard him make before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and that sort of, I didn't write that down, but I did notice that. But he, that sort of set off a little chain reaction where uh, it caused Bermuda to sort of look at Ruben and uh, they started cracking up. Oh, really? Uh, and so <laughs> so throughout the thing, uh, I noticed that uh, that um, Bermuda was like suddenly kind of like, like would just occasionally just kind of crack up. Like, like, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, so, so I don't so know. That was what I noticed uh, occasionally uh, during the, uh, the chant. Uh, that uh, Bermuda had a, like a smile, like he was about to burst out into into laughter. So whatever, whatever he, whatever that strange little noise he made, uh, really cracked him up, and and he sort of looked over at Ruben, and, and I, don't, I did, couldn't, I was because well, because really tell what Ruben was cracking up or not. Well, the thing is, for sure, Bermuda was Bermuda and Ruben are kind of angled where they can see each other, right? But Al, Steve, and Jim are oh. all completely facing the audience. Oh yeah, so. they, they have no idea that dolls is going on. Yeah. Behind them. <laughs> um, so I noticed that you know the I, I don't I don't know the the names of the different uh, songs they do in the yeah. different parts, but um, the part where they kind of do the the Hawaiian um, the chant yeah Hawaiian chant the yeah. Hawaiian chant and then Al goes everybody you know right. and they do it a second time. Um, I noticed that Bermuda did not sing it the first time. I noticed but that he too. He did I, sing I, it I, the second time. I so did. I don't know if that was him still kind of laughing and getting over. The weird noise, or it I might, don't know it, where that f- fell. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he usually does that or not. It's it's often hard to see Bermuda at that point. But what's interesting about being able to see Bermuda now, because this, that symbol wasn't blocking him, was that uh, was that Bermuda for a majority of the the song does the hand motions and everything. Like, despite like, you can't I, see him. the fact that, <laughs> that nobody would know if he didn't. Right. That's pretty cool. I love. Yeah, he does the hand and the head and everything. Like, like, like he, he's, yeah. he's acting it. Like he could just sit back. back I mean, there are parts time. where he or Ruben are playing something. Right. On the keyboard or drums, where right. they can't do it. Right. But any time where they're not actively playing an instrument, right? They're participating. They're doing exactly, they are participating exactly along, in which time, is, which is yeah something which I don't know if I knew that before, but that that that's. I just I I guess I maybe assumed he was or I just assumed that I he, always assumed he did yeah that that he since you can't see him you know you you didn't know so yeah um <coughs> the other uh oh um uh you were done with the unplug medley move on so Al said uh, thank you um, Las Vegas I love you all and as he was doing that uh, he, um, and he also said good night. Okay. Very important. And uh, he held up the his microphone towards Jim's guitar as Jim was sort of playing them out and stuff. Yeah, Jim was sort of doing the, the end, uh, yeah. you know, little guitar-like thing. And, yeah, he pointed his microphone right at, uh, you know, where Jim was uh, strumming. So uh, I noted that the unofficial end time was at 10.34. The official end time was at 10.24. So that means that that whole uh, medley is 10 minutes long. Oh, wow. Wow. I... <laughs> That's long. 
Um, I mean, it is five songs yeah. and uh, a Yoda chant. Well, Dave, now that we've gone through all 20 songs that were played, are you ready to... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, well, let, let me go, I go through the uh, potentials to remind people what they were. Well, is the uh, Unplugged Medley, is that added to your list? That was pretty cool, but uh, um, I, I think we'll leave it at four. So it's at four. There were 20 songs played. So uh, what is that? 20% of the songs are on your potential list? Sure. Okay. Just point that out. So the, they were in order. Craigslist, Nature Trout the Hell, The Biggest Ball Twine in Minnesota, and Viva Las Vegas. Do you, well, I would like to hear uh, what your guess was. Well, my guess is written down. So out of fairness, I think <coughs> you should uh, oh, say, say it out it loud. First. Yeah, so you don't – you might want to, like, change it to, it, to right, spite right. me. All right, let, let's, uh, let's, let's hear the theme song. Well, don't you have to say it, then we hear the theme song? No, I want to hear the theme song first this time. It's Dave's pick of the night. Viva Las Vegas. Dun da da dun da da dun da da dun da da da. Ethan's guess. Dun da da dun. I don't know where I wrote it down, but let's see. Oh, this had so much potential. <laughs> where did I write it? <laughs> I wrote it down, didn't I? Oh. Yeah. Ethan's guess, Viva Las Vegas. Oh, man, that had to be the That was the, this song got a standing ovation for me. Come on. As soon as the song started, I knew it was going to be your pick of the night, Dave. <laughs> that, was it was, the, that, was the easy, that was the easiest pick ever. You were convulsing in your seat. You were, <laughs> you were vibrating. That might be the pick of the tour. <laughs> it's Dave. Wow, well, no, there was another one that was pretty good. One of his favorite songs of the tour. And you think you know which one that one is. I'm not going to make you write that It was that also one. a cover song. It was also a cover song. But Viva Las Vegas is definitely, uh, as, uh, hearing that in Las Vegas, yeah. Is you, I mean, come on. <laughs> pretty, pretty singing majestic. So uh, after the show, I mean, they kind of rush you out, so I didn't get a, a lot, a big opportunity to talk to. But I noticed that a couple of people, I don't think I've seen them since the Star Fund ceremony. Uh, they, were, they were there. Uh I noticed that they sat down, um, like, they came a little bit late into, into uh, the, uh, to the um, uh, theater. So, they came in after Emo already started. Yeah, so I really didn't get a chance. But we're to, also sitting right in front of us. We're sitting right in front of us. Uh, our friends, uh, Joyce and uh, Christina, and Christina's husband, Des. And Christina, uh, right now, she lives in... Uh, in Australia, so she came from Australia. Her and her husband Des, uh, she's, and her mother uh, Joyce, and uh, and another guy. Who Des, I didn't... Des, her. That's Was her it just husband. the three of them? I thought there, just, were, I thought the there were four of them. Just the three of them. Oh, okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because next to them was this couple that. I thought they were sleeping at some point during the <laughs> they show. Were cu- they were cuddling. And they were cuddling, they but they looked, their eyes were closed from oh. what I could see. <laughs> I thought they were sleeping during the Dare to be Stupid. But um, So I get get to briefly say hello to them. Nice to see them. They well, had know, after show passes, so they had to stay. I mean, uh, the VIP passes, so they had to stay uh, while we got kicked out. I, I met Christina at the Star Fund, yeah. uh, and I'm friends with her on Facebook. And, yeah, I saw... Uh, a girl who looked like her with green hair, but I assumed it wasn't her because I knew she lived in Australia. I'm just like, okay, you know, it's not that far out of 
the realm of possibility that there's another yes. girl with green hair. But no, it was her. <laughs> yes, cool. Yeah, as soon as I saw them uh, come in, I, I recognized them immediately. And uh, and it was pretty cool. Uh, Christina's in town because uh, she has a work convention that just happened to, to fall at the right time. So uh, so perfect. Well, I, mean, I mean, come on. They like like a, you know she volunteered for that one. <laughs> oh, you want me to go to the U.S. while Al's touring? Okay. Uh, that's see, awesome. Get to see my family. Get to hang out in uh, in Las Vegas. Get to. Yeah, get to see Weird Al, absolutely. Yeah, so it was nice to, to see them briefly. Wish I had a little more time to, to chat with uh, the three of them. Well, I, I wanted to chat with them briefly, but then I also wanted to run over and, and uh, say hi to Carrie one last time, mm-hmm. the artist. Um, but she, she also had <laughs> VIP. Um, so I ran over to hand her some stickers, and then um, oh. I was uh, scolded for being a hooligan. Uh, well, he didn't say that, but I, I was uh, called out by name by JW. Uh, he asked me to leave because I did not have a pass. Well, I mean, he's kind of right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but also, while we were chatting with uh, with uh, Christina and, and Joyce and uh, Des, briefly, uh, our, our friend Helen, Helen, Ka- Helen Ketchum came over. Yeah, Helen... Uh, uh, Showed up out of the blue. Out of the blue. I didn't. I didn't know she was going to be there. Yeah, we last saw her at the uh, the uh, nightmare Nightmare before Before Christmas Christmas. event. She was in our little uh, (laughs) our little suite that we got uh, over there. So that was uh, nice to see Helen. Helen's, of course, from the Los Angeles area. Uh, She came out for you know the shows. uh, Took a little vacation. Came out for this show, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Was that all of them? I don't. I didn't see her at any of the other ones. I think she said. I also didn't even get a really. Much of a chance to talk to her. Yeah, we, while you were back, uh, getting uh, scolded, getting, getting scolded by JW, <laughs> uh, I, I was uh, chatting with Helen. So it was a, we went out in the little lobby area, chatted with Helen. Uh, she's uh, she's probably done by now, but she was going to head off to check out the conservatory at the Bellagio. Oh, nice! Out the other day. I told her this was probably the I've seen many many iterations of that conservatory, and this was probably the best one I've ever seen. So, do you she, think she got a picture with any of the? Showgirl wannabes on the street? I don't know because uh, she was debating whether or not she should walk over there. And then at some point, I was trying to explain to her how to get there and how long of a walk it would be. And, it, and then she's like, Well, I could go tomorrow. And I'm like, Yeah, you could do that. And she's like, And I'm like parked in the parking garage for the Venetian. I'm like, Why don't you just drive over? <laughs> <laughs> I thought she, I didn't realize that she. That she had her car right there. Right. We'll try to tell her how to get over there the, the fastest, most efficient way. Cut through the casino so you're not walking out in the hot sun. <laughs> not sunny, but the hot weather. It's so hot, yeah. Yeah, and, and all this stuff. So uh, I'm like, just get in the car and drive over, Alan. Well, so, I, so I think she went over there. So tonight. after I left the, the theater and I was in the lobby, I joined you and Helen <laughs> and uh, John and Anna briefly. And then I see someone who looks almost identical to Marilyn Monroe. Oh, and was it Marilyn Monroe? Well, it was not. Okay. But I saw it. Was it a Marilyn Monroe impersonator? Because they're, I bet they're out here in Las Vegas. It was. Um, cool. But it turns out it was a Marilyn Monroe impersonator that I know personally. Cool. Um, who I've never met in person. She's someone that um, actually Jim Kimo West introduced to me because... Oh, cool. Um, in addition to looking like Marilyn Monroe and uh, impersonating Marilyn Monroe, and she does events and, and uh, stuff like that as Marilyn, um, uh, she's also a stand-up comedian. And her husband, John, is also a stand-up comedian who I've known 
probably a decade um, just f- through the internet. Uh, they were they were on my comedy college radio show, Alternative Sleeping with Ethan Allman, and um, never met them in person. But I saw them and I was like, wait, I know them. <laughs> so How cool. I was like so thrilled. So I, I got to go over uh, Ashley and John. Um, and uh, it was just it was so unexpected because um, I haven't talked to them in a while. I, I think I messaged with Ashley a few months ago. I was like, why aren't you on Cameo? You're such a good, uh, uh, you know, Marilyn Monroe. And I guess there are other Marilyn Monroes. It's competitive. Hmm. Um, Very cool. But, uh, yeah, it was just really wonderful getting to uh, to see both of them. And um, if if you are interested in, in Marilyn Monroe, um, I highly recommend you check out um, you know Ashley's Instagram because uh, she does post some good stuff. Um, her Instagram is Ashley as Marilyn, and uh, you can see her. She it's it's yeah. uncanny how much she looks like uh, Marilyn Monroe, um, and cool. uh, yeah, she's. Uh, she's really super nice, and so is uh, her husband John. And um, I guess they recently bought an RV, and they're co- kind of just uh, um, picking places to go and, and traveling around the country. It sounds like they're having a blast. Cool. Well, you're off uh, chatting with uh, Ashley and John. Uh, we were hanging back, and uh, Steve J comes out, and we got to talk to Steve J for a couple minutes. That was really uh, nice. Yeah, and while uh, you guys were talking to Steve J, I saw Marnie for the first time. I saw Marnie for the yeah, Marcy, <laughs> in the three shows. Mar- Marnie walked, Marnie walked by, and we got to wave to her and say hello to her. Yeah, usually, Marnie is like the one person the we, we see always all the time. see. But uh, yeah, because the venue was selling uh, for, I'm sure, many reasons uh, here in Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, we did not. See Marnie until the very last, yeah. last possible moment, <laughs> and um, yeah. So it was really. I got to talk to her briefly, and then um, Steve left you guys, and I waved to Steve, and so I got to talk to him very briefly. Um, and I mentioned to him that I thought this was the best show of the three, um, and he's like, "It's it's he's." He said, I think, he, I think it was him that said, it's hard to beat the set list tonight. And yeah. he mentioned Alsuya and uh, yeah. I mentioned Craigslist. And so, you know. Yeah, Steve mentioned something and I didn't catch the name of it, but I'm sure I'm sure it's easy to find if, if somebody wanted to. Uh, that his son, uh, Miles, just did like uh, some music for some Netflix uh, show. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, it's, and it just was... Uh, recently released or very or cool so yeah that was uh, pretty well, he, cool um so ashley um knows uh miles a little bit and i and uh um steve said that he will be attending one of the la shows so hopefully we oh, get cool. to um i don't know if i've ever officially met miles um or ian i i guess i met one of them i don't remember which one i met i met i met ian i have Oh, you know, I've met them both. Uh, that, I'll take that. I've, I've met them both. I've, sp- I've, uh, I talked to Ian a little bit more than I've talked to uh, Miles. But I, I've, uh, I've, uh, I mean, I'm not a friend, you know, best friends. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I mean, this is like back in 1999. I briefly talked to him <laughs> backstage, you know, for f- three minutes. Right. He has no idea who I am. <laughs> well, 
he might. I mean, you have his dad on your leg. Right. I mean, th- that seems to be. Uh, that's. I, I remember Steve uh, did show both of his uh, sons, uh, the, 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 the sons' girlfriends and wives and things like that. Uh, that uh, he did make me show off uh, the tattoo uh, at Radio City Music Hall. Uh, was definitely was one of the places, but I'm sure maybe other times. That's so great. But yeah, but yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so it'd be cool to see to, if we do get to say hello to uh, to Miles. Uh, so that was uh, yeah, and um, and so as I as I mentioned, I actually met Ashley because Jim introduced me to her and said, "Hey, you should have her on your radio show." Oh, cool. And uh, so that's how the friendship started. So oh, very cool. Uh, so I, th- I think they were um, they were waiting to see Jim and and. Uh, Briefly, I saw Jim come out. He's like, oh, I got to run up and drop off my stuff. And so that's when uh, we left. Yeah. And uh, once again, once again, zero, zero references to Red Rump the Goodies. I didn't even house. hear anyone yell it out. I heard someone yell, like I said, Gil and Chill. I believe there was an El Maestro. And I did not hear... You or anyone? Oh, well, you must not. I did yell it, but I was wearing a face mask. So okay, you did yell "Red Rum to Goody." I did. I okay, did. I didn't, I didn't hear. yell it. I mean, I. You whispered it. I whispered it very you, quietly. You, you uh, sign language it. <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah, so uh, put that in the spreadsheet. Still no references to Red Rum to Goody. Would love to hear that at some point, uh, <clears throat> if at all possible. Uh, so that, that wraps up our Vegas. We're heading off. Both of us are leaving tomorrow, tomorrow, later today, technically. Yeah, uh, our, our, flights, our flights, both our flights of are, our flights leave at 12 noon, but they're on different airlines going to different places. Yeah, probably different terminals. We'll have to figure, we'll have to figure that out, yeah. Figure that out. And, uh, our next, uh, set of shows, we are together again in a little over a week. Yeah, uh, no, actually less than a week. Less than a week. Less, a little less than a week. Yeah, because we fly in Saturday morning, and yeah. it's technically Sunday right now. So, uh, you yeah, know, about, about this time, maybe uh, a week from now, about this time, we might be doing another one of these. Uh, Most likely. <laughs> maybe uh, with a couple uh, special guests, too. We'll be, we'll be going to uh, both of the shows in Los Angeles. Or, and uh, we're, we're intending to go to both of the shows in Los Angeles, and we're intending to go to the Santa Barbara show following that, and we're intending to go to the Bakersfield show following that. Yeah, and we'll we'll uh, get to see some friends. Obviously, UH Jeff lives out that way. Vicky DeVries rhymes with cheese. Oh, yep. Uh, our good buddy Kenneth Gwinnup's going to be out that way, and just so many of, oh, the, of the, entire, the L.A. friends the are going to be there. Yeah, the, the entire L.A. Uh, squadron is going to be The L.A. contingent. Contingent <laughs> be out there. So we'll have, a, we'll have a, quite a few uh, people we're going to want to and, and definitely meet and want to hang out with and stuff. So be a, it'll be a fun trip. Uh, this was a fun trip, too. Yeah. And um, so I still have one ticket uh, that I have extra for L.A., and I offered it to Zach Sherwin. So, and he had no idea Al was even coming to town. So, um, I should know soon. But maybe, uh, maybe Zach will be there. And oh, cool. We can get you to meet him finally. Okay, that'd be cool. One of our f- former podcast guests who works on, uh, or worked on, I guess he still does, uh, Epic Rap Battles of History. Nice. Um, all right. It was well, great. It was it was just so it was so fun. I'm really glad to have done this trip and and see Al oh, me too, yeah. at the Venetian Theater, great venue. Um 
at least the first three rows were great. I don't know anything <laughs> else about the venue. Um, well, row, row one and three, we don't know the, what the experience from row two is. That's it? true. That's true. Um, but uh, this was great. Well, Dave, thank you so much uh, for for showing me around, being my tour guide here in Las Vegas. Uh, so I guess we're, we're signing off from the Luxor Casino, and we will talk to everyone soon. That was David Ethan's 2008's Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 20 centimeter. Dave, thanks for showing me around. Thanks for being my uh, tour guide on the Las Vegas strip. (laughs) Skipper Dave is the name. (laughs) Walking through to places and gambling money away. (laughs) 